We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 9.38.22 till 10. Mike Perlstein joins us now, WWL-TV investigative reporter. Mike, of all um, the news, I think, that, that I wanted to hear, criminal trials being pushed until March was not any any part of anything i wanted to hear that can't help the criminal justice system in new orleans can it well at a time when there's a full court press on you know bringing down violent crime this certainly does not help hopefully you know things get resolved when the stay is lifted and trials can resume in march but it was really a self-inflicted wound here by the court this law change was passed in the middle of 2021, which allows people with felony convictions to serve on juries once they are five years removed from serving out their probation or parole. Mike, I'm going to slow you down because so I'm going to slow you down, yep. okay, just a little bit so I can understand. So this sure. is a state law that was passed in 2021 that said convicted felons, if it's five years after what, they can serve on a jury? After they have completed their full sentence, meaning they've completed all terms of probation and or parole. Okay, gotcha. And at that point, they are eligible to serve on jury. It was a reform measure, and it drew widespread support. You know, felons do get the right to vote, which is, you know, a right. And part of that is a responsibility to, you know, serve the community by being on juries. Mm -hmm. Well, somehow Orleans Parish judges, they never changed their jury pool notice, the forms that go out when your name comes up to possibly, you know, to be on the jury pool and possibly be selected on a jury. And then the questionnaire going a little deeper into disqualifiers also was not changed to reflect that new law. That's crazy, Mike. That That is just crazy because now you're also talking about potentially appeals for trials and convictions that were held since then or not? Okay, so that part is yet to be determined, Murky, which yeah. is of the convictions that were obtained since that law was passed by the legislature but not changed That's in crazy, the man. criminal court. Uh we know of at least one appeal of a second-degree murder conviction, and so it's not like the court is finding this out, you know, recently or just with this recent case that got halted in mid-jury selection last week. They've known for months, at least because in the second-degree murder, the defense attorney, Jay Daniels, objected to the you know, jury veneer, the way of selecting you know, jury jurors. And that has been on appeal pending an evidentiary hearing ever since. Normally, somebody convicted would get their automatic life sentence on second-degree murder. That hasn't happened, and his case is coming up. I guess the question is how many others are there like that in which somebody who's been convicted under the, I guess, improperly updated jury law 
can now come back and appeal a conviction. So this is not during the voir dire process. This is the jury pool of people that show up at, um, what is it, where is it, Broad? Hadn't been there in a long time. What's the street? Yeah, Tulane and Broad. Tulane and Broad, yeah. Uh, That's of the jury pool of people that are sent notices. Felons that would have otherwise been eligible were excluded from that in the beginning, correct? That's correct. Because who who is responsible for not doing this? Well, it really rests on the judges of criminal district court. Um, you know, they basically run the building and everything that goes along with it, including the jury commissioner, who basically, you know, sends out the notices, assembles the jury pool, and, you know, sends waves of potential jurors up to the sections of court, you know, as they're ready for uh, jury selection in a trial. But it all rests on the judges. In fact, it was the chief judge, Robin Pittman, who sent out the one-sentence notice to the defense attorneys, actually, for the voice of the experience vote, who had pushed for the reform in the law. And they got the notice that all jury trials were deferred, in other words, halted, through the end of February. See, here's the way my mind works, and I think a lot of people's mind works this way. Okay, we have a new state law. And the judges should have been made somehow aware of that or known what was going on or, or this is not a political vacuum. One person talks to the other. So, you know, what's going on in Baton Rouge just becomes a law It is of interest to us. Oh, what do we have to change now to make sure that we're in compliance with the law? Well, let's change out the screening procedures or whatever it is on who gets jury duty notices. And that never happened. <clears throat> And that's what is, I, I think, frustrating is that it would have been such a simple fix. It's simply a matter of, you know, the form that goes out to people who are, you know, eligible to serve on juries. And it lists, you know, the disqualifiers and this one being a convicted of a felony in your past is no longer a disqualifier once you've five years removed from completing that sentence. So it wait, would have really just been a matter of taking something out. Yeah, let me just. So it's almost more proactive than passive. They didn't just exclude people from getting notices. They sent notices to people out and said, oh, by the way, if you are a convicted felon, you don't have to respond, or that's a way to get out of it? Yeah, they just did not change or update the criteria. So it would have been such an easy fix. It is causing tremendous headaches just to give you the scale and. I guess the good news of a bad news story is that during the month of February with Carnival and Mardi Gras, that it is a lighter month for jury trials. Only about 100 are scheduled so far. Now, with 100 scheduled, you may actually get a dozen actual trials. Most of them get postponed or continued for various reasons. But even then, it does bring you know, things to kind of a screeching halt on those cases that are, you know, ripe to go to trial or get resolved right before trial with a plea bargain. And it's the last thing that you want to hear when there's really a full court press by the entire criminal justice system to get a handle on violent crime. I just want to go back for a second on what happened. So, and I live in Plaquemines, so the jury system is, is, system is there, I guess. So, 
they, they would send a notice out to somebody and it would say you've been summoned for jury duty unless you're and then it would list convicted felon and then that person would have to do what check off and sign it and mail it in or call or something yeah i think you call to, you know say you're on you know, military duty or whatever the other reasons you can get out of you know, or convicted duty. felon even though and, you shouldn't right. have been getting out of it right and uh once again it would have just been a matter of printing out the form letters or form letters that go out uh, to all registered voters in a parish, and it just would have been a simple matter of, okay, the next print of that form, let's leave that out. The law has changed, but it clearly didn't happen, and we'd really need to maybe dig down to the bottom of this. The judges and the court did not respond to me yesterday on how long they have known about this without making the change because it disrupted a attempted murder trial in the middle of jury selection and it went to the fourth circuit the defense attorney took writs they was scheduled for an evidentiary hearing which would have been yesterday on just how this all came about and what numbers we're talking about and the criminal court wasn't ready with the documentation for the evidentiary hearing so they kind of took what's kind of a drastic measure, sent out the letter halting all trials through the end of February. I just wanted to legally, if they would be on better ground, if they had just, um, for whatever reason, not sent notices to convicted felons, but if you're actively encouraging convicted felons to disqualify themselves when, in fact, they were qualified, if that doesn't make it worse. Well, you know, there was a change in state law once upon a time, you know, felons didn't have the right to mm -hmm. vote. And when that changed, the next step, and that kind of came later in, in the middle of 2021 legislative session, to now allow and, and, and grant, I guess, this responsibility that comes with the right to vote, which is the privilege of serving on a criminal court jury. You see what I mean about the activity as opposed to the passivity of it, where now you're doing it a thousand times as opposed to, I guess you wouldn't know how many convicted felons responded or wouldn't respond to the notice, but each and every time somebody that should have been allowed to serve on a jury is either calling or writing saying, I'm a convicted felon, okay, well, fine, you don't serve on a jury when that's in violation of state law, right? Right, and, and that is correct. <clears throat> and to make matters even worse— in this particular case that led to you know the postponement of all trials there may not have even been a felon who may have qualified five years removed from their terms of their you know sentence mm -hmm. it was just the abstract theory that those notices were incorrect didn't follow the law that was enough to halt the proceedings in its entirety we don't even know if they're you know, was some convicted felon who saw that call to disqualify themselves. There may have not been at all. It was just the fact that the court did not change and update its form to follow state law. But I think it is accurate to presume that if there's a felon that was convicted, they're going to the first thing a defense attorney would do, I would think, if they have the means to, you know, if the, the felon has the means to, to have the defense attorney do this, is to go back and look for any convictions where a juror would there be any way to track that or not really, Mike? Well, sure. Once someone's in a jury pool, 
you know, the voir dire, which is French for to see, to right. say, the both attorneys, uh, defense as well as prosecutors, can ask, you know, any relevant question, including, you know, what's your experience with the criminal justice system, either as a victim or perpetrator. And the way it's supposed to work under state law is, okay, hey, somebody in the jury pool admits they've been convicted of a felony. The next question is, well, how long ago was that? Did you serve probation or parole? When did that end? And if it's been more than five years, that person is fully qualified. They may not get chosen for the jury, but the state law now you know, allows that person in the pool to participate along with everybody else. But if they, if they excluded them just for that reason, you would think that might be grounds for appeal. Well, like I said, in this case, they did, you know, felons didn't I'm talking about get generally that speaking. far because the form was incorrect. It didn't update with the change in the state law. Yeah. Wow. So what, what do we go from here? What happens from here? Well, clearly, <clears throat> the, if the court is smart, the state law on this one is pretty clear. It's not something that looks like it's going to require further litigation or appeal up to the state Supreme Court. The law says what it says. The change was there for a reason, and Orleans Parish just didn't go along with it. Now, we do have to look at – we know some other parishes did change their form. Throughout the state, we don't know if the others did not. And there is also going to be a question on Orleans Parish Civil Court as to what they put in the jury notices that they put out. Obviously, trials are much uh, more infrequent at civil court. But nevertheless, they have to adhere to the same state law. Mike, you know, I always say, and I've said this often, that when I was a kid or when we're kids, you presume that, well, you know, this mistake happened when you're a kid. But when you're an adult, something like this can never happen because somebody's watching everything, right? And in this job I've found in the last 12 years, nobody's watching anything. Have you found the same thing in your career or not? Well, you know, all, <laughs> all the time, and as an investigative reporter, it helps keep me in business, obviously. <laughs> Things that were supposed to happen that didn't happen. What really is even more of an aggravating factor in this case, these judges, 12 judges plus a 13th you know, magistrate judge, elected judges, they are all attorneys who know the law inside and out, presumably. And somehow, despite there was you – know, at the time this law passed, it was sort of celebrated you know, as a reform measure. So it was no secret that this happened. So where were the – you know? The legal thinking among this, these 13 elected attorneys to be judges to simply update the form to adhere to the new law. And going to the political vacuum, these people are very well connected with what's going on in Baton Rouge, so you can't tell me it happened without them knowing. And, right? you know, when the law passed, maybe someone who was, say, in control of uh, redoing the form was asleep at the wheel. But it has been brought to their attention, and I bring up the murder case in which there's currently an appeal pending that very likely could end up throwing out that murder conviction because of improper jury pool. And mind you, the judge in that case, Judge Lori White, Section A, for the very reason of this question looming over that has not held the sentencing, which should have happened months ago. It's a mandatory life. There isn't a whole lot that, that you know, goes into that um, for second-degree murder. But she has postponed that pending 
you know, further hearing on the jury pool question. And now that's not going to happen. And the next step on this appeal is whether the conviction is going to be overturned. That would once again be very unfortunate. A lot of time and resources go into a criminal prosecution. So once again, at a time when you really want all of the I guess pistons of your yep. criminal justice engine firing, you know, efficiently. This is a major hiccup. Hard to believe. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate your work. We'll talk to you again soon. Nine fifty-three. We'll find out what Noel's got for us coming up here on WWL.